0: Welcome to another Forte Growth episode where we interview people doing awesome things online. We go over their successes, insights, and any failures to keep you motivated and inspired. Sit back, let's go. Welcome to the Forte Growth podcast. Again, if you're not getting your SEO stuff done by Gareth and Forte Analytica, get in contact with them and do that. The digital PR and the links you're gonna get it's going to help you, especially with how volatile Google is now and how important links are and having your name everywhere all over the internet. Gareth's can help you with that at Forte Analytica. But today, we have Jason Mills on the podcast. Most of you should be familiar with him. He owns the affiliate school, has a bunch of different niche websites, pretty active on Twitter too. But we dive into kind of an update of what he's been doing. He got hit by the of Content Update on his two main sites, kind of dives into why he thinks, why, what are doing to recover? Then we dive into the real I guess the value in this podcast, man. Honestly, the what he's doing on Reddit, you guys just need to listen to this, and you and you can kind of take advantage of it now before it kind of the, the doors shut on you. But I'm not going to share too much in this intro because I want you to listen to it. So the stuff he's doing on Reddit is just it's an, <laughs> it's a strategy that I guess we've kind of heard, but the way he's doing it. Yeah, he's crushing with it, which is unbelievable. So make sure you listen to that. Talk a little about YouTube and SGE and a bunch of other different things there. But the real value, the real value is what he's doing with Reddit. So make sure you listen to this through this podcast and you get to that section. But uh, sit back and enjoy. All right. Welcome to the Forte Growth Podcast. Get all your SEO needs done by Gareth Boyder, Forte Analytics, Links, Digital PR, all that good stuff. But today we have Jason Lewis on the podcast. Welcome, Jason. Thanks, James. Great to be here. First time on this one. <laughs> yes, but great to catch up again, regardless, it's, good. it's always good, good to chat to you and see what you're up to, but I'm sure most people are familiar with you, but just for people who aren't just a brief, brief background about what you, about you and what you do.
1: Sure. Yeah. So most people probably know me from the affiliate school, YouTube channel. I'm a little bit active on Twitter now as well at Nice Jason, but essentially yeah, I've got a portfolio of affiliate websites. I think we're up to, I think we'd, we've just gone up to 12. So 12 sites, all monetized purely through affiliate. So that's me. And since probably the last time we spoke, I've got involved a little bit more with Parasite. So milking that a little bit, which we can probably talk about today. But yeah, affiliate is my, my, my game, basically.
0: Perfect. Yeah. Obviously, a lot of people jumping on the Parasite train. I mean, it's working, isn't it, as well? So I know you've got. Let's maybe start with your your current websites, then we're going to expand out into all the other things you're doing as well. I know you've got. I don't. I won't say the exact niches unless you unless you want to. But basically, health niche related sites. One of them, I think you mentioned, got in some recent updates. Do you want to maybe dive into that one to start with and kind yeah, of where sure. it was, where it's uh, now, et cetera?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, health is health and kind of supplementation, fitness. They're my main niches. I've got a few other sites in, in in other niches as well, but the I had t- I've got two kind of big ish sites in those niches. both got hit in the helpful content update. Uh, they no denying it. they absolutely got smashed at the time, it was hit around 70 percent, pretty much to 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 the letter, 70 percent on both sites. that has since come back a little bit. And I don't know if that's as a result of maybe some minor changes that I've made or if there was just some kind of correction in the algorithm, but it's, it, even now it's at about 50% hit on where it was. So obviously that kind of, you know, takes its toll in, in terms of, you know, your traffic, but ultimately the revenue that's coming in each month. Is, so is both revenue and tra- was both revenue and traffic evenly hit? Yeah, not completely. And the reason for that is a lot of the affiliate programs that I was working that I'm working with have repeat orders, so even now they're still generating a good few hundred dollars in commission each day just on repeats. Obviously, with Black Friday coming up and that sort of thing, that is probably going to do okay in that time period. But yeah, it, there's no denying it. Like day to day, new sales have have definitely taken a big hit on those sites. That, but then I've got sites that I've started this year in completely different niches, and they have only benefited from the helpful contents update. So one's in the travel space, one's in the personal finance space, both are UK-based websites, but both have, have benefited. And like when you see all these horrific graphs, and believe me, my, my graphs in Ahrefs and SEMrush look terrible for those other sites, these ones look really good and positive. Now, whether that's because they're fairly new and they've not been classified or rated yet by a, a Google rater, that might be the reason why. But I think also it's potentially because with these new sites, I've really tried to hit everything put per- to perfection. So, in terms of like the quality of content, the people that are writing them, you know, making sure those credentials are seen and are transparent, I'm trying to make sure that all of that is incorporated. The other thing that I've started to focus on a lot more is the, the mobile side of things. So, trying to make sure that the mobile experience and the way the site looks and performs on mobile is absolutely bang on. Because probably, I don't know what you're like, but whenever I'm usually designing sites, I'm always designing on a desktop. So, I'm focusing on the desktop, and a mobile has always been a secondary thought. So, that's kind of been you know at the forefront a little bit more with these newer sites. And I've tried to go back retrospectively now, and Adjust the kind of, particularly on on post layouts for those sites that got hit, because that's just a quick and easy way to kind of have a, a big impact across the whole site. Just in terms of like what's displayed above the fold before the scroll on mobile. So trying to reduce the amount of space that a featured image takes up, or even maybe re- taking them out altogether making sure that the disclaimers and the author information's there, but again, not taking up too much space. So they're kind of the things that I've been focusing on a little bit more. But again, it, it might take another update for things like that. Even if they do make a difference, it's probably going to take another update for them to kick in. It's just been a, a brutal time, hasn't it, for
0: everyone <laughs> with niche Damn, Have you Have you noticed as well on a lot of those SERPs? I mean, we're, we're in somewhat similar niches, but have you noticed on the SERPs recently for like best... XYZ that a lot of page one or most pretty much all of page one is just e-com stores and there's not one affiliate site to be seen on there they might have like the e filter on the side and it's just literally stores either ranking collection pages product pages or a best you know XYZ page on their site
1: yeah definitely seeing quite a lot of that I think that was one of the biggest things that that kind of came out initially that you could just see it was almost like Google just changed what they wanted to display for those types of terms, like, as in like what type of entity, what type of website. I think it's reversed back a little bit, whether that's just anecdotal, I don't know, but it does seem to reverse back a little bit. Definitely my branded searches, because I, when I'm tracking it on a rank tracker, I'll, particularly if it's a big keyword, I'll track the brand name as well as the brand name review keyword. And in the past, I was ranking, say I, I was ranking position one for... Say it was Kellogg's Cornflakes review, then I'd be position two for Kellogg's Cornflakes. Now, all of a sudden, that Kellogg's Cornflakes traffic has just disappeared. It, it, it's gone. Now, to be fair, I probably shouldn't have been ranking for the brand name anyway, but I was, but definitely now that's not happening. And, and it's happening. And like you say, yeah, you, you're seeing that more and more with with affiliate type terms or like review type terms anyway. Yeah, definitely. Diff- and, and, and then, obviously, you were seeing other stuff, aren't we? So we're seeing a lot of we're seeing a lot of user generated content type stuff, like so Quora and Reddit and LinkedIn and and that sort of thing. And so that's where I've pivoted a little bit in terms of starting to just go. I always say, go where the attention is. If, if you can be in a space where the attention is, then ultimately you can monetize
0: that. So that's what I'm trying to do. That's it. And we'll, we will we will go down that road. But before before we go down there, just with the original sites that were hit, what's your plan of action now on those sites? Are you kind of letting them simmer and maybe come back on their own? Or are you actually going in and trying to revive them yourself?
1: Yeah. So like I said, the the, the main thing really is is focusing on mobile, making sure that mobile experience is good, particularly above the fold, above the above the scroll. And yeah, and then obviously content. So to be fair, on the first site that I created, the, or the, that kind of fitness site that was doing very, very well, there was a lot of content on there that was not particularly great. So that, that obviously needs addressing. And, and, you know, it was something that we were doing anyway, but it's something that obviously that become more and more of, of a focus now. So they're kind of the key things. I have dabbled with the, well, I've actually on one site put on a, an e-commerce element to it. So just started selling some digital products. Not had any orders yet. I don't expect to get any orders, but if there's some kind of classification whereby e-commerce sites are, are, are doing better, then hopefully we can be tagged in as an e-commerce store purely because we've got all the things that an e-commerce store would have. You know, like the basket page, the cart page, and and, and actual products. So that's the one that has come back about twenty percent. Again, I'd, I'm not saying that's the reason why, but Maybe it's helped in some way, shape or form. I don't know. And interestingly enough, like people have been on those product
0: pages. So <laughs> they're, they're actually having a look. <laughs> nice. And um, what, what about the content to you makes it stand out as it's, as it's not currently good? The lack of experience being shown through the
1: writing. So when we initially, I, I would say there's probably 75 reviews or so of say fitness gear that is pretty much just regurgitating what is already out there on the internet. So when people talk about information gain, there's no information gain on those at all. Not even, there there might be the odd sentence that says, you know, I like it because of this or whatever, like a bit of opinion-based stuff, but there's nothing really that adds any, any extra value. So, you know, these days that content was written about four years ago. Nowadays, that content could be written to that standard just using Koala Writer or something like that or ChatGPT. You could just churn that content out so quickly. So yeah, we're trying to embed a lot more. I'm working with the writers, trying to train them, get them to understand the impact of helpful content, and, and particularly trying to embed that experience throughout, removing a lot of fluff, intros that don't need to be there or that can just be one sentence instead of five sentences, getting rid of that. Anything that's repetitive, trying to remove any, you know any, anything that essentially is not adding value, now, ultimately, what that's leading to is I'm now receiving articles that are a lot shorter from my writers, but that makes it cheaper and ultimately does make the article better. And if Google is not putting quite so much of an emphasis on word count, now I'm not saying I'm not thinking about word count because I do still ask my writers to kind of hit a certain word count, but I've always kind of been quite flexible with that. Yeah. So that that's kind of the focus really in terms of content quality, Just just the stuff that Google are saying they want to see you know sometimes you do have to because i was outraged when i first got hit i was like this is ridiculous this site here is is no better than mine but really my my site was probably no better than that 50 percent of the content so like uh, people have talked about content pruning i've tried to find content that is worthwhile pruning it's it's proven difficult just because certain pages that might not get a lot of traffic but they still rank well and then others might have good links or a little dribble of traffic. So I've not really pruned a lot of content. That might be something that I might need to look at doing going forwards. But like I'd, the other thing is with SGE looming, it's all going to change again. And Google, you know, search liaison are saying that there's more big ranking changes coming. I think they also said this week, haven't they, that they're, they're not perfect. They've not got it right. And they know that we're in a, I think, he, I think Danny Sullivan used the term, We're in a cycle that is not good at the moment in terms of search results. So it's going to change again. So it's like, how much do you want to do if it's then going to change again? And, you know, so I think sometimes you have to have belief in what you do. And certainly with my newer sites, I think the content is way better. So I'm less likely to take a knee-jerk reaction with that. Like if you can sit there hand on heart and say, my content is fantastic. There's nothing I can do to improve it. It, it, It's genuine. It's real. It's got experience embedded through it. It's written well. It performs well on mobile. All these things. Then I think sometimes you've just got to sit and ride it out and hope that Google do reverse it and get it right. Because some of the things we're hearing from Google at the moment, I don't know what you think, but some of it's crazy. Like attaching notes to search and things like that. Code.
0: it's just... I, I honestly think they're lost. I honestly think that, I think that's, they're in too deep, that they can't yeah. make the change. I mean, uh, I don't know if you, was, uh, I saw a screenshot the other day, someone uh, put Reddit into Ahrefs and they're literally like, they're just number five for everything. It's yeah. just like, that was their blanket I... solution, to throw them in number five on every search term. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Reddit is
1: probably, I'm about to move away from my Ahrefs, but I've still got my account for a few more days. And Reddit is the the main thing that I'm looking at at the moment. Like I'm literally spending all day. I'm rinsing my my last few days while I've got this legacy plan that I can use as many credits as I want. And I'm I'm just Reddit, 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 Reddit. What's position one to five? Looking for review type keywords or best
0: type keywords, and I'm I'm all over that as well at the moment. Oh, awesome! We're going to go into that, but quickly, you mentioned obviously with all your writers, are you leveraging AI to for your content at all. So I've just bought a new age domain and. Dude, this is.
1: I, you, don't stop. I, you don't stop. I can't, I, stop. I can't <laughs> stop. I can't stop. The thing is, I think once you've tasted the success with it, you, you, you want to kind of leverage it as much as possible. And this one was too good to pass up. So this one's a DR58. It's a UK site. It's probably twice as powerful, maybe like one and a half times more powerful than any of the other sites that I've got in terms of DR, which obviously is, is just one metric. But the links on this site are unreal like you just c- you cannot get these links it's got gov yeah i did yeah i got it at auction so it was a gov U- it's got gov.uk links it's got bbc guardian like the links are just unreal nhs as well so it's going to be in the health space it's got nhs links so with this one i am leveraging the use of ai so i started using chat gpt4 to start with and it was just taking me too long to get the content out now what I'm using, and I'm going to do some video reviews around this and talk about the process a little bit more, but I'm using Koala. Uh, and I really like the way Koala, And uh, there's a little toggle on it where you can get it to only use sources from the, the Google. Is it the Google Scholar? Yes, yeah, Google Scholar. So, so the sources are actually good. The problem I was having in ChatGPT was I was getting sources from like other age domains, <laughs> which I don't really want to cite because they're not authoritative and they're my competitor. So, so yeah, so, and I'm, so, so what I'm doing here with this one, I'm doing a bit of a mix. So I'd say 50% is going to be AI and then there's going to be about probably 10, 20% of, of content that I'm taking from a a site that I had previously that has not really taken off. And I'm probably going to redirect or canonical that to there. And then the other 30% or so is going to be written by writers. And 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 that content is the the review content. So the info content is what I'm using Koala for, and just trying to build out two topical clusters. In the past, I think I've tried to do too many topical clusters at the same time. So I'm going in with two. I probably should just go in with one, really, but I'm going to go in with two. I mean, like even last night, I was I churned out. I say churned out. I've put together probably ten articles in I don't know two hours, and they're good quality. And, and, and then the next stage is it goes to my human editor. So I, I've had this editor working with me for six months or so now, I think. And she's fantastic. She's really good. So I've just increased her hours to essentially purely work on this age domain project. So it's a bit of an experiment. We're going to see how it goes. I think it'll be interesting. I mean, one of the reasons I did this is because even amidst all this chaos in Google, there's another age domain that is performing very, very well in this space, in the UK, but also taking US traffic and global traffic as well. It's about the same power as this site that I've got. The content isn't great. I think they're probably using AI more across the board. I mean, it's okay. It's not too, like the content's not horrific, but it might only last for a year or so. But they're they're, they're absolutely raking it in because you look at their traffic. Their traffic was, it got hit a little bit in helpful content. No, it didn't get hit in helpful content. It got hit in the core update that followed it they went from about 200,000 hits a month to about 150,000 hits. And you know, and all of that is affiliate traffic going to the likes of like FanFuel and Mornish. And you know, as well as I do, those you're getting like 50, 60, 70% commission on those products. They're high order value. They're absolutely, they're probably making, even after being hit, it's probably making like 80K a month at least.
0: We'll, we'll talk more off here air about, about your new site. But, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, with Reddit, yeah, I've been, I've been doing the same. I've been on Reddit. A bit. I've, I've had my own account for a while. I didn't really participate. I am now. I've, I've already got like four sales for my membership for pre Black Friday stuff on there. I've got I got gifted a few aged Reddit accounts that are anonymous from a from a listener, which I'm very happy about. Thank you, Aaron. And uh, that got me another membership thing. I still have to go in and make more comments. Takes a lot of time to keep those things updated. But what are you doing on Reddit then to to help with your site? Do You try to treat it like a parasite. Are you doing a little bit of Upvote manipulation and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, hell
1: yeah. And that's the way to do it. So I'd never used Reddit before. It was the 10th of September when I started. So it's, it's been about two months now. And it was it was it was someone that I'd been to Search Birmingham with, who we were in a little WhatsApp group or Twitter group, I think. And they said, look, this is working really well at the moment. So I just jumped on it. And... I literally dropped my daughter at a netball match or, or training. She had a two hour, three hour training session and it was miles away from home. So I just went and sat in a cafe and I thought, right. And I just I sat in that cafe and I was just doing loads of keyword research on Reddit. I mean, if people could see the things that I was writing down, I probably would have been thrown out because it, was, <laughs> it covers a lot of topics. <laughs> like there's stuff out there that I didn't even know existed. And, and anyway, but you can monetize it. So, so yeah. So essentially, my process is. Age Reddit accounts. Just find find a good vendor for age Reddit accounts. They're, it's harder to find now because obviously people now people are wanting them. I think when I started, they had loads. Now it's like they send you a WhatsApp to say they've put some more out, and I'm straight on there. Right, bye bye bye. <laughs> and then and then you just need to use uh you need to use a proxy to access because otherwise they're gonna if they if you just use the same IP address constantly they're gonna make the connection. So you just need to hide that. And and then yeah, and then buy the upvotes. And what I'm doing that is you kind of, it's hit and miss. I would say it's working about 70% of the time is I'm just putting the affiliate links directly into the post. And I'm just commenting and put, I'm going hard. Like I'm being proper spammy like, to be fair. I'm trying to write a decent response, but yeah, the, 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 and I'm even bolding the, the, the link as well. So I, like, i I'll, I'll put. Maybe one or two. There's somewhere I've put three products. I did one. What day? The what days? It's Friday. I think it was Tuesday. It was Monday or Tuesday. I did one for sex toys, and like I'm making between fifty and a hundred dollars a day commission already. And I did that on at the start of this week.
0: And these it's, all new
1: new threads that you're commenting on. No. So if whatever ranks. So some of these oh, some of these, okay. you're, some you're of these the threads, so I'm literally ones. I'm literally going into Ahrefs, type putting Reddit.com, breaking it down by positions one to six, and then just searching for different things. I started off searching for the, the best and the review keywords. Now I just search for topics. So again, like say it's like serials. I'll just search for serials, see what's ranking. And there's things there that most of these subreddits are like a year, two, three years old. So they're probably not even being moderated that heavily. Although I did put a comment on yesterday on, on one with a, with a link and the person who, it was a year ago, and the person that actually set the, uh, that wrote the initial post did respond and said, oh, that'd be great, but it's for men, not for women. And I was like, don't, so, so I responded with, oh, don't worry, this is the one my wife swears by. So, so I gave her a second option. So there's the one for men. There's the one for women. And, and obviously with the upvotes, you're just pushing it up to the top. And it doesn't work 100% of the time, but most of the time it does, particularly if, if it's an aged account with karma. I mean, if you'd have asked me three months ago what karma was on Reddit, I wouldn't have had a clue. But, you know, it's obviously a pretty simple concept. But, yeah, you just – and this is what I'm saying. You've got to go where the attention is. I've also dabbled with LinkedIn a little bit. I tried to set up a new account because I didn't want to do it from my own LinkedIn, so I could go after some dodgy stuff. But the, the account just got suspended straight away. So I don't know if you can buy aged LinkedIn accounts. Probably not as much. I'm probably I'm sure there's somewhere you can, but yeah, I think they're obviously quite hot on the profile creation and and that sort side of things. But but I have done some with with my own, and and they've they've ranked okay. I think. There was a couple of weeks where I was ranking for best SEO expert or best e-commerce SEO expert and things like that, but it, it kind of got knocked down a bit after that. I think Treff's alternatives is one that I think I'm just the top of page two for, but I've not thrown any links or anything at it. So I could probably fire a load of PBNs, cheap or cheap links at it and see if it moves the needle. But I'm having such success with Reddit that I can't really be bothered with it. <laughs> and that, But that was purely chat GPT content as well that I was putting on LinkedIn.
0: Nice. So, Eight ranks. So what those Reddit accounts, then, are, you, are you doing anything to try and make them look natural, like commenting on random things and posting, or are you just going to old threads and commenting because the then people aren't really checking the post history, et cetera, for those accounts?
1: Yeah, I think the, th- the main thing I try and do is respond to what the person has asked in the first place. So quite often they'll say, oh, th- th- they'll have a certain issue, or if it's a review, they might be asking for, for feedback on something. So like, there was a probiotic that someone was was saying that this this everyone raves about this probiotic but it makes me bloated does ever anyone else have this issue so so I'd respond to that initial query and then obviously lead in with yeah I had that issue too but with this one I've been using it for 3 months having no <laughs> issues and obviously I, and all well, I it's do like
0: is just that... really 60% commission so yeah take this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: absolutely but, I mean to be fair I have used some of these and they they are yeah. good but but obviously the commission helps for sure. Oh, I love that. It. I love that. Um, but essentially, I'm finding them through keyword research tools, like you would do yeah. with anything else. And, and SEMrush and Ahrefs both do a great job of that.
0: Now, that, that's that's so good. I actually commented on an aged one just to see if I could bump an info page further up. I don't know if it helps at all. I mean, because I updated the content as well anyway, so i bumped up anyway. Well, I just I've not tried.
1: On... Sorry, hey, I was say what? Site. Oh, yeah. And that's the other thing. Yeah. So... I think that's probably easier to do. The one thing I would say with it is I found when I was just putting the affiliate link in direct, like the kind of standard affiliate link, they were getting taken down. They were getting removed. But if I put a cloaked affiliate link in as if it's going to your website, because it looks like your website, like website.com forward slash recommends forward slash product X, that tends to stick a lot more because it looks like it's going to the website rather than to the place, or rather that it's just an affiliate link. So that definitely helps. But I've done one or two where I've tried to push the traffic to my website. I think that's less spammy. So I think you'd probably get away with that a little bit more. But obviously, you're just adding another layer. You need another click. So, I mean, that probiotic one, that was good, that. was I've had two sales today on that. I only did it yesterday. And it's 14.5% conversion rate. I never get 14 and a half conversion. I mean, that might just be a, a, a one-off because it's only been on for like less than 24 hours, but still, that, and that's 50 quid today already from that one Reddit post. And that's about how much the aged account costs. So it's, it's broke even already. And if it makes 50 quid every day for the next month, that's 1,500 quid a month. It, 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 it's just in, like, why wouldn't you? And this is, what, this is why I think Google's going to have to tackle this because ultimately. It's a million times easier to go and comment on a Reddit post. It's, once you've done the keyword research, it's about five minutes work. The hardest part is getting the access to the affiliate programs. So if you're not in that niche already, then obviously that's quite difficult to do. But I've still managed to do that with certain ones. Particularly, obviously, it's worth pers- persevering with more if it's a high ticket niche. And that's what I've tended to go after more than anything else.
0: Absolutely. why wouldn't you do it? An army of Reddit spammers from this podcast. I like it. At least that means Google might make a change. (laughs) I mean, Google might at least make a change to stop ranking shitty Reddit threads because damn, that content sucks. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. I mean, there must be something in it because like I said, the conversion rate, I suppose if you're a Reddit user and you're used to going on Reddit for your information, it probably is going to convert quite well. For me personally, if I saw Reddit in the Google results, I'm not going to click on it. Even though I know that most of the other sites are just affiliate sites, at least it's not just someone random that's giving that information or some dodgy SEO like me who's just spamming the hell out of it. because that's all that's going to happen. The lower the barrier to entry, the more it's going to get spammed. And the barrier to entry for Reddit at the moment is so low. It's the lowest I've ever seen anything. It's like Parasite SEO for free.
0: But even more trustworthy to the the user. But have Mm. have you seen... People ranking actual subreddits for terms. So yeah, th- there's definitely people doing that. And
1: that's something that I've not done myself yet. But you, again, you can. You, I still think you can game the system there because the same tool that I'm using to do the upvotes, you can upvote the posts as well, the subreddits. Yep. So that's something I've not tried. And that's something I definitely
0: want to have a go at. Yeah, I saw, I must have been on Twitter where I saw it, but I saw someone, I don't know if it's still ranking. It might not be, it must be something else, but someone was ranking best gold IRA companies subreddits and was cleaning up. I don't, I can't see it right now. Can you imagine how much money that's making? Fuck me. That is, that's (laughs) like six figures literally like, like literally within a week if you're ranking that shit. I'm finding it really difficult now. Like I've just talked to you
1: about how I'm starting a new site. Okay. It's an age domain, so it's still gaming the system. But ultimately I want to put good information on there. But I'm finding it really difficult to mentally go, yeah, I'm going to spend three months or six months really working my arse off on that site when I could just sit here all day, just <laughs> keyword research on, on Reddit, on Ahrefs or SEMrush, and then just blast the hell out of it. Because I, I would say 50, 50 to 60% of my Reddit comments now are doing what? Uh, like ranking and getting some clicks and making money. I'm just probably not doing enough of it. I've only got, yeah. I think I've only got about 15 Reddit accounts and I'm only, I'm only doing about two or three comments from each one. So it's ba- basically once I get one Reddit account that's ranking well and making good money, I don't comment on anything else with it. Not, or I don't do any more affiliate comments because I don't yeah. want that account to get suspended. So I've got one account and and probably by chance, but it was the first one that I did that's going to do over 10,000 dollars this month. No fucking way. Yes way. It did 7,000 last month. It's going to do over 10 this month. So I'm not I'm not commenting on fucking anything with that. I am not I, I'm not going there because I do not want that account to get suspended.
0: Dude. I and that's realize... the one
1: that I did in that cafe using my yep. mobile as a hotspot. So if I want to do if I want to do any comments on that, I've got to go back to that cafe. <laughs> <And hot> spotty, <laughs> or I've at least got to just hotspot anyway from wherever, but like, I'm so paranoid that I don't want a hotspot from anywhere in case it just pings a different IP or whatever. Or So I'm just leaving it. I'm not even logging into the account and it's still there. It's still oh my there gosh. ranking and doing well, but there's new, there's new subreddits popping up every week, every day yeah. in Ahrefs. So they're constantly changing. Like that one, for example, that hasn't changed for two months. It's still, it's still the one that's ranking, but there's new stuff coming in all the time. And you can see it on the graph, on IOTREF's graph, it's just, the
0: the traffic's just continuing to go up. Dude, I love that. Just taking advantage of it. And then on the topic of parasites as well, I know you're doing some other stuff within uh, actual, like newspaper paras, paid parasites, right?
1: Yeah, not as much now. So I was doing a fair bit on Outlook India. Obviously that got hit a bit. It's still doing okay for some stuff. And you just got to find the right ones. But I I think Dallas News is one that's doing okay now. Mm. NDTV, obviously Outlook Indie is still an option. But the thing is, because there's so many people aware of that now, it's more competitive. So you'll put something out and then the next week someone else will put one and it it takes the second place. It's one of those things. But for me, I think Reddit is just such a good opportunity. It's cheaper quicker because i have not got to wait for a broker to get the the thing placed i had one refused from outlook india for being too too risky after i think after they got hit by what? the yeah i know i was like my broker <laughs> came back to me and said sorry they've refused it because it had it was some it was like an adult niche and they refused it but yeah i, I was like you've got to be kidding me and then I, w- I went on and looked on the spotlight to see what and i was like this it's the same thing and They'd, they'd accepted it, but I think they've tightened up their their requirements a little bit because of yeah. helpful content, because they did get hit. But they just take whatever, don't they, really? Yeah. But yeah. It's So I'm not making as much on on that at all, but still a little bit. But the return on the, the other stuff is just way, way better. So it doesn't make yeah. sense for me to pursue it as much. But yeah. ultimately, you're going to go where the attention is. So Google's got to do something one way or the other because either SEOs will continue <laughs> to spam Parasite news articles, they'll continue to spam Cora, Medium, LinkedIn, Reddit. They're going to go wherever the attention is. But what's the hardest thing to create? A good quality niche site. So I don't yeah. really understand why they've targeted niche sites. And they can say they haven't targeted niche sites. They definitely have. They're definitely targeting affiliate
0: sites. Like yeah, affiliate for any, sure, yeah. You can't, you can't say otherwise, like, for, for them, but for them to be able to target parasites, you've got to almost like discount links and yeah. then what? And then you kind of force,
1: <laughs> or, they, or they just do it on a domain by domain level because yeah. there's not okay, there are a lot, but there's not, you know, they could, they could, even do if it there's with 500, even if there's five, even if there's a thousand sites that are doing it, they can knock them straight off. And I'd love it if they did because, you know, like we talked, some of the niches that I'm in parasite are what are keeping me off page one yeah and, and i'm praying for the day when that happens so that's why at the moment i'm on both sides yeah. i'm doing the parasite i'm doing the niche site because at some point i have to believe that google are going to do the right thing and they're going to sweep aside these parasites promote the good guys so yeah i'll be a good guy again then 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent.
0: until then it's as J- jason niche spammer mills going on yeah the change I, I, of channel
1: yeah, no, I'm just I'm trying to do both. Uh, ultimately, you know, you've got to make money. If I don't do it, someone else will. Doesn't make it right. Doesn't make it wrong. You know, it is what it is. But yeah, uh, and ultimately, I'm, I'm, I'm not board. trying to. I'm not trying. You know, I'm not. I'm not trying to promote things that I really think are going to harm someone or do yeah,
0: exactly. any any hurt in any kind of way. So yeah, I sleep at night. <laughs> no, perfect. No, I'm I'm on board, man. I'm on board. But obviously, outside of Parasite Reddit kind of things are you doing anything else to diversify from google things like your youtube yeah so actually funny
1: enough we just this week we hired a space i think you commented on it actually yeah because it was a jujitsu space wasn't it so yeah we were filming some youtube content we had a load of scripts written had a guy one of my writers actually who has agreed to be a presenter on the channel so we had him down he had like a three and a half hour drive to get there as well, bless him. But yeah, we, so we, we spent the day doing that. So YouTube's quite a big one. I think that, again, like to me, YouTube is the ultimate parasite. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, it takes more effort, but that's just a parasite player. You're leveraging the power of YouTube to put yourself in front of people. It's free. Pinterest is the other one that we're doing a lot of. I think we had a chat about that mm-hmm. as well, didn't we? My wife is, is literally yeah. spending two days a week trying to crack Pinterest for me. So she's like been looking at some of Tony
0: Hill's doing, content. Is she, is she doing all right? I'll, I'll send you the course that my wife did, and she's uh, crushing Pinterest now on that course. Oh, brilliant! Yes,
1: please yeah. do, please do. So yeah, it's it's early days with it, and I think the problem was we tried to do it for all the sites, and it just yeah. it wasn't really possible. We're, That's tough. If because if we've got the process and we know what we're doing, then we can do that. But while we're trying to crack it, I think really we had to focus on one and one or two sites. So now she's focusing on two. And we'll see, we'll see how it goes, but like, yeah, it's slowly moving in the right direction, but she enjoys that side of it. Like she likes the visual side of of all of this, this, the thing that she's most interested in. So for me, it makes sense for her to do that. So yeah, social and YouTube from the niche side, from the niche site point of view, that's, that's a big focus at the moment. Yeah.
0: So what kind of content are you doing on the YouTube then? This is for the, the health
1: style websites? Yeah, so we're just kind of hitting topics that we've already written about. So let's say, I don't know, let let's say it's probably some of the stuff that you might you might do yourself, like the like ex- certain exercises. So if you're talking mm. about, I don't know, tricep exercises or something like that, yeah, dumbbell tricep exercises, then we create a piece of content around that, and and then yes. you know we'll hit another one, and then obviously we've we can build an audience on YouTube, but we can also embed that directly within the, the article as well with video. It's completely branded, like the guys even wearing the, the t-shirt with the, the brand and everything. So it, yeah, I think, I think it just adds that extra layer of authenticity. And then with the personal finance site, we've not started this yet, but we're about to start a podcast, which again is going to be done on YouTube. My, yes. my, I've got one main writer for that. I do some of the writing as well, just because it kind of links to like side hustles and affiliate and that sort of thing. But like the the pure finance stuff, he writes it, he's got a great finance background and he's going to be the podcast host uh, and the YouTube lead on that. And again, it just adds that extra layer of authenticity. And I think ultimately people love consuming video, don't they, these days? And it can be repurposed into so many different formats that it kind of just makes sense to do that. And I think that's where I would like to think that the, the sites that go to those lengths will be rewarded in the long term they like, who knows with SGE, but it's, it's, it's <laughs> I think it's definitely coming. I
0: think SGE is going to launch in December. That's right. They mentioned that, didn't they? Yeah. I mean, it's all over my SERPs already, but I think because obviously I opted in early and I get all de- I, I don't even look at it though. Like I scroll straight yeah. past it. So I don't know if the average user is going to look yeah, at like, it.
1: Maybe. I think about yeah. like my mother, is she really going to sit and wait for this AI generative response? I don't think, I don't think kids will. Like my- Yeah.
0: Well, even if they, cache, right? if they cache it and it comes up instantly, but I still don't read it. It's just like a block of text that's annoying. Yeah.
1: No, I agree. You would think they've got a lot. They've obviously got a lot of data now because they've tested it and they've, they've rolled it out to a lot more countries, haven't they? Still not in the UK. So I've literally, I've not even tried to VPN my way around it. I can't be asked. But I think people will just do exactly what you said. I think some people might use it, but I don't think the majority will. Yeah. It still remains to be seen, doesn't it? Will it be a toggle on and off? Who knows? I
0: see a lot of it for me as kind of collapsed. So you have to click to expand it anyway. A lot of it's okay. And then even if it's not, it's like a massive feature snippet. And I'm like, I don't want to read all that. <laughs> you know, the feature snippet was good. Cause I was like, there's the answer. Yeah. But for SGE, it's like, here's the answer. And I'm like, I don't it's want to, I don't want, have to read through that to see if I can find it. So yeah, I, but that's me but I, but
1: I, I agree with you. I think Google have lost their way a lot this year. I'm kind of glad to what's happened this week with with Danny Sullivan kind of coming out and giving a bit more clarity. I mean, I've been very critical of John Mueller in the past and and Google in have. general, but I think to be fair, Danny Sullivan has been quite transparent this week. It can't be bloody easy being a Google because ultimately they're not creating the the algorithm. They're just you know they're the the liaison, aren't they, between us and and, and them? And they just have to go with what you know, what ends up being created and pushed out. And, and like you said earlier, I think they're so, Google are so far down the rabbit hole. How much of it is machine-based and AI-based? Can they even roll it back? Who knows? <laughs> I, and I don't think they know. I don't think Danny no. or, or John even know. So, But, uh, you know, going back to that, I think the issue is you just want someone that's going to give you a straight answer. And a lot of the time yeah. they don't. Hell no. Whereas I think Danny this week has been really good and he has given, he's given a lot of clarity to some of the things that were said that were a bit ambiguous and yeah, that's all we need. We just need a bit more clarity. Like it shouldn't be
0: us versus them. Yeah, no, exactly. But uh, that's just how it is. But on on the YouTube topic as well, I really love, I'm trying to pivot my main site and turn YouTube into the main traffic source. That's like my big thing right now. I started vlogging and everything. And which is actually doing, the first episode was received very, very well. So I've got another one I'm going to do tomorrow. But for me, at least within the fitness space, at the biggest, you see a lot of the time, smaller websites ranking with big terms. And I go, what the fuck? And it's because they have massive YouTube channels or they start on YouTube. And for me, I think the biggest value isn't the fact that you have a big YouTube channel. It's the fact that if you have a big YouTube channel, people are searching your brand name plus the long tails. Because if you search the brand name on Google, you see, brand name, and then all the different long tails at the end. I think that is the big signal that is ranking these fitness sites that are DA35 or whatever, and they're ranking number one for massive volume keywords. I agree. Yeah. There's a,
1: there's a site in the Nootropics niche. I don't know if you've seen it. And they've got a massive YouTube channel and it's just one guy that does it.
0: Nootropic expert or something like that.
1: Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And they were nowhere, they were ranking nowhere prior to helpful content updates. And now all of a sudden they are, they, it, it's them and all the parasites, but they're like position three or four. I think there's one age domain, one that's them, and then the rest are parasites. And one might be mine, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but mine got hit. So again, like I said, if the parasites got removed, I'd be over the moon. But, but like th- that's a pure example of that. They obviously probably get a lot of branded search. Yeah. They have a lot of content on YouTube. I've got, I've got content on YouTube as well for, for that niche and, but I've only got five or six videos, but even just those five, or six videos, they show up on page one for some of the, the review terms. Mm. So there's also that opportunity to generate traffic for YouTube through search anyway. Yeah. And I think that's only going to become more because like I said, people tend to like consuming video. Yeah. I think you're right. I think anything that generates branded search can only
0: be a positive for you, for, for your website. Yeah, and it's obviously a higher barrier to entry, especially compared to Reddit, (laughs) to be able to make a YouTube video. Yeah, of course.
1: I I don't think the Reddit thing will last forever. I think it'll. No, I'll be surprised if it lasts beyond Christmas. To be honest, I think Google have. I I, I don't. I don't know what to think, really, because it's every day something different, isn't it? And well, they're rolling out updates every bloody week right now. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Like when, that, when the core update came straight after the helpful content update, it was actually, I, I, I was hosting a, a niche site meetup in Birmingham, just a little one. And this guy walked in and he said, there's another update rolling out. I said, oh, you mean helpful content? Because that had just finished. <laughs> he said, no, no, there's a core update rolling out right now. I was like, no, you're joking. I said, got on Google. Yeah, it's rolling out and then i think there's been another there's been another one or two since then so yeah i think so it's not yeah there was pro- product reviews which is currently rolling isn't there and then the spam one but yeah this is what it is now i think hmm. yeah okay we're going to have core updates but i think there's more and more it's just going to be within the the algorithm like the product reviews now they're not going to announce them are they they're just going to be baked yeah. in but i kind of like that because if you make a change to your site you're going to know whether it's Making a a difference or not, hopefully.
0: (laughs) I think it just changes the way people should approach doing their sites. Like for me now, if I was going to start a new site that I was really, really serious about, I wouldn't do the old model where you would try to write 30 plus blog posts and get them to rank. I would go after the main, main terms from the beginning. I would do one blog post. Now that I've done that one blog post, I know the topic really well. I would do a video on it or a podcast Mm. or both. And then I would do the short form with that, and I would do all of that before moving on to the second one. That's how I would do new ones. I don't like. I don't think you can just go down and start writing thirty plus posts, and then hope they rank and get traffic. It's just now it's just too slow, too volatile, and you don't have any of the other signals coming
1: back to your site. Yeah, I think that's a great strategy. I think that's yeah. that's solid. And also, you're probably going to generate traffic quicker anyway to your your site because the the, yeah. the socials and the the YouTube stuff is probably going to rank quicker. So. Yeah. I, I think that's a really, and that, and that's then going to, like you say, it's going to feed back positive signals and that's
0: only going to help with the ranking anyway. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the last time we talked was, I think a year ago or so, and you started your travel site. So now it's been at least a year with your travel site. How's that? I mean, you mentioned obviously that's going up in the last updates, but how's that site going and, and what's your plans to keep growing it? It's not going great because my wife's in charge of that one.
1: Um, <laughs> so we started it in january so that was so it, it's been about 11 months and it's like to be fair the stuff when when she writes stuff it ranks but it's not monetized particularly well at the moment so yeah we initially were focusing purely on uk destinations and what we've now started to do is broaden it out that's just enabled us to write about more stuff but like there's so much stuff like we've just been to Sicily, for example, and we went to this beautiful place, little little town. She wrote a beach guide on it and it ranked page one the next day. So and we've got no content on on Sicily prior to that. Everything was yeah. like Cornwall in the UK and Wales in the UK. So I think we're going to broaden it out a little bit. And we've just got to find the way to monetize it. I think booking.com is obviously one there's no display ads or anything on there at the moment. We might start to put the display ads on there because there's a bit bit more traffic
0: coming in, but it's not going to set the world alight. How are you finding the travel affiliate programs like booking.com? Are you looking to find some more
1: higher paying ones? Yeah, we, we, we definitely need to do some more work on that. It's the same with my personal finance site. I've got probably a handful of affiliate programs on that. I've got loads of content that's ranking really well and I'm finding it really hard to get on the right affiliate programs or, the affiliate pro- or, or some of them don't even have affiliate programs, particularly in the UK, which is mm. really frustrating because we've got really good traffic that we could monetize. So, so that is, that's kind of one of our big stumbling blocks at the moment. So in, the, in, in travel and more so with the personal finance, but it's just time. Again, yeah. I'm probably guilty, particularly with the travel site, because I've kind of said to my wife, like, that's your baby. You're doing all the writing for that. Like, we've got everything. Like, we've got the images. We've got, you know, the, the personal <laughs> experience because we're only talking about places that we've been. And, like, it does show when she writes, it ranks. And it's only got a handful of links. It's not a powerful site at all. But it's branded quite well. She's doing a lot on Pinterest for that. Again, we probably need to do a bit more video content for that because it'd be easy enough to do. Yeah. yeah the- I think Pinterest <laughs> is good for the travel. Like There's certain oh, yeah. niches that I think it's good for, and I think that's one.
0: Yeah. The whole video thing to get... It kind of like, because I'm trying to, well, the original plan was to build out a bunch of mini network sites. I'm thinking about that if I should still do that, because I'm thinking now, like if I was going to have a bunch of other sites in the same niche, I would probably need someone as the face. I'll probably need potentially to do some kind of video or social. I'm like, fuck. I want to build all of that out for every single site. I just want to have spammy niche sites under me, you know, <laughs> to I pop know. up my main that's one. Bit,
1: and that, but that's what makes it harder because if you do want a big portfolio, you've got to bring people in and then you've got to have yeah. to buy in from them and that you've got to have them happy to be the face of it. It's like we were doing Harrow campaigns for the, the personal finance site. And my main author at first was really reluctant to be the person yeah. being pitched for these quotes because he'd had instances in the past where the press had misquoted him. And he said, I want to see what the quotes are before the go. And obviously when you're doing, uh, yeah. out, when you're outsourcing Arrow, you can't. They, got to, they don't have time. It's all about being time sensitive, isn't it? So there's just no time to do that. In the end, he agreed to do it and it worked really well. But yeah, it's it is hard when you've got to rely on other people to do it. The other thing I'm starting to explore a little bit now is kind yes. of the idea of splitting equity in a site. Mm-hmm. So I think that's one way in which you can bring people on and have them really buy into it is to give them some kind of stake so yeah you know if even like 50 I'd go 50-50 with someone if they're going to become the face of it and and go full on from that point of view with being the, representing the brand and they're going to do the content I'm happy to do the link building and the structure and and all that side of things the SEO side yeah to me that's a clever strategy so I think that's one way of overcoming that But then it depends on what your content strategy is, because like you said earlier, it's very easy now with AI to create content. But I mean, what are you doing with AI? Are you you doing? Do I'm guessing you don't do any AI AI on your main site? Not really.
0: It's more like I might help it to write some product review stuff because it's so tedious to write. So I have it write some stuff, and I'll add my own things in it. I'll help help it write maybe part of of the buyer's guide section because that's pretty well the same regardless. And you try to add your own thoughts on top of that but I can't get it to do info content for me it just doesn't it just I mean because it's pulling it's pulling content from other fitness sites yeah. so the content's dog shit anyway so it's just rewriting more dog shit on top of it I'm like fuck okay so I write I have a couple of really good writers now who fill out a few different things that I'll write a lot of like I'm trying to get to a point now because I enjoy writing and researching a lot of stuff so I'm Mm. trying to get to a point where I already write the stuff I want to really write. Yeah, that's good. So I do like full reviews of stuff like reviews of topics not of products and then I've I've got other people that will do some of the other stuff that not so much I don't want to do but to help fill out like for example like we're selling our own creatine now so I've got a writer that's just doing all my creatine articles and she's doing a PhD in nutrition and she's a registered dietitian and works with Bunch of other people. I people to be like it's perfect. Like yeah. that's the perfect person to write it. She understands night. she writes exactly like me, references exactly like me, all out. Fuck, sweet. So I just give her the topics, the brief, fills it out, publish that. So I'm trying to get to a point where most of that's outsourced and I write what I want. And then for my other, my other site, it's again, same thing. I'm just like updating with friends of a lot of people doing the research in that space. So when those new papers come out, I get those. I'll either do a YouTube video on them or I'll update articles based on those things and stuff. So it's, that's been pretty good too. So yeah, a lot of it's not AI. I'm trying to bring it more into my, into my day-to-day writing, but damn, it's hard, man. Yeah. Especially when you're trying to pull a lot of good stuff and I'm, I'm pulling from what I've done in my actual career and then AI can't give me that and then I have to rewrite AI. I'm like, fuck. It's yeah, it's time.
1: not worth it. In, <laughs> in that case, I just don't think it's worth it. Yeah, It can't replace you. It can't replace all of that yeah. experience. And and that's the hard part, and I think that's why Google are, are focusing so much on that. It, it'd be really, I think it's gonna, the next twelve months is going to be probably the most, I say, interesting. It's probably the most turbulent mm. time. I think the last twelve months has been pretty turbulent. I think it's going to get more turbulent before it calms, because things yeah. are progressing so fast now. True,
0: doesn't it? It's it's unreal. It's yeah. It wasn't that long ago you could just spin up sites and then, and then sell them. It's like a buyer's market now in terms of valuations and stuff going on. Like, I know a couple of people that are struggling to sell their sites at about 24x. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. Uh, but it depends on the type of sites. I think anything that's heavily info based is going to struggle to sell Yeah, because obviously that's the sort of stuff that SGE is going to gobble up mm. 100%. Yeah.
0: And obviously, even affiliate is very volatile. So it's kind of like, yeah. Ooh,
1: you know? Yeah, it is. Well, it's all volatile, isn't it? The thing is, when you see sites get, when you see so many sites get smashed 70%, or even oh, 50%. Yeah. Obviously, that is going to put a lot of fear into a buyer. I got, I got hit. I, I bought a site in, what was it, end of July. I spent, yeah. I think I bought it for $20,000, something like that. And it got smashed at the end of August. And then it got smashed again in helpful content updates. <laughs> oh, it literally gee. went, the site was doing, it was doing about 1,200 hits a day. And it, it's now doing 30. What? And the guy tried yeah. to sell me another site. And I, I, to be fair, we were in negotiations and we kind of agreed a price. And then the site kind of recovered while I was on holiday in Sicily. And then when we came back, he was like, no, no. It, we'd agreed on like $12,000 for this site. And he was like, no, I want 20 for it now. I'm fine. <laughs> well, no, sorry. And I don't know if, I don't think he sold it, but there was a big pull with that one because it had got something like 800 850,000 followers on Pinterest and it was getting half its traffic from Pinterest so uh, that that was a different play really but I still don't think he sold it so he struck yeah. it is he's definitely a buyer's market right now
0: yeah for sure no, I think that's, that's a perfect way to end this podcast Jason where can people find you and actually no before we go you need to plug uh, what's your new mentorship thing you do
1: oh yeah so the affiliate school and filtered so basically I I think I mentioned the gathering I had in, in October mm. of like niche site owners. And there was a lot of people there that I'd mentored oh, I, I say a lot. So there was two or three people that I'd mentored over the last 12 months. And I think people thought, Oh, I, I'd like to be mentored. So I had loads of people commenting on videos and emailing me. Can you mentor me? I thought, well, I can't mentor everyone. So I thought, right, what's the next best thing? So I've put together a program called affiliate school unfiltered. We've got 30 people signed up and the Facebook group has already started. We're going to be doing some small group calls with those people in December, and then the project starts for real in January. So there is still nice. time for people to get involved if they want to. And ultimately, it's all about accountability. There's going to be some some kind of teaching content, some some taught content from me. In fact, I've just signed up to Teachable today and got that set up. So I'm going to have that set up. And yeah, it's it's there's going to be a couple of calls a month to start with. Then we'll probably go to monthly calls. But it's very, everyone's really transparent because it's a closed Facebook group, 30 people. Everyone's sharing their ideas. We're all going to kind of go on this journey together. I'm going to share a new project that I'm working on from scratch, share everything, domain, show it, talk about the journey. And I think next year in particular is going to be important for that because like I said, it's going to be turbulent. It's going to be how we react to stuff. I'm also sharing some of the parasite stuff as well. So if people do want to sign up for that, you can go to the Affiliate School website, And you just click on unfiltered and you'll find it. And registration for that will close on the 31st of December. Perfect. Perfect. We'll get all that in the description too. But where can people find you, Jason, if they want to follow you? The Affiliate School YouTube channel or at Niche Jason on Twitter. They're my main places that I hang out. Perfect. Easy as. Thanks for coming on, Jason. Appreciate it. Thanks, James. Always a pleasure.